Welcome back to the Todd Duncan Podcast. This is where success happens. A member of the industry syndicate, Todd's goal is to transform your business and life through deeper connections, higher trust, and proven strategies to help you win and give you your best life ever. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to High Trust Coaching Live. I am Hope Mormon. I am the Divisional President for High Trust Coaching, and I have with me today one of our Master Level Coaches, Wayne Angelo. Good morning, Wayne. Good afternoon in my area. Good morning. That's right. You're you on the East Coast. Good afternoon. Right. How's your day going so far, Mr. Wayne? You know, it's lovely. It's it's a little bit of an overcast day, but that's okay. We needed the rain, and yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not uber slammed today, so I'm, I'm enjoying that, and today's going to be a good day. Well, good. Terrific. Well, I'm so excited to have you on. I mean, I love it when you and I have these conversations. And so, um, you know, we're today, Dwayne and I are going to talk about the high trust interview. We're going to be talking about building relationships. We're going to be talking about the importance of the high trust interview. And I think that what's really going to be important for Wayne and I to be really kind of driving in is that when I was on Sales Mastery and I was watching all of the chats going by, people that have not been familiar with the high trust business methodology, a lot of questions were coming across the feed saying, What's the high trust interview? What's the high trust interview? Where can I get it? And then we've got our elite members talking at Sales Mastery saying, if you master one thing, it's going to be master the high trust interview and you will master your business. So um, that's why Wayne and I thought, well, why don't we unpack that today? Right, Wayne? Sounds great. And uh, there's a reason why I wanted to do this today, Hope. Uh Uh-huh. In a coaching session um, recently, talking to one of my coaching members, great discussion. He said, I'm getting ready to do my realtor presentation. Mm-hmm. And I stopped him in his tracks. And I think of what Todd said, we must learn that the key to selling is not selling. It is providing. And the key to providing is knowing in advance what to provide. So I, I said to him, are you going to go in there and do a presentation? And what are you going to provide? And he didn't know. So he had this whole big thing ready, a presentation. I'm saying, okay, let's say you're going out on a date. And, and it's a girl you want to get to know. And you, all you do is talk about yourself all night. Just sit there and present about how wonderful you are and all the great attributes you have. And how's that going to turn out? You know, is that really what you're out there to do? Are you out there to present? Are you out there to discover? Mm-hmm. And that, that goes back to selling, the selling cycle, right? Yeah. So interview means to fact find. <clears throat> Most salespeople when they go into a selling situation, start selling. Mm-hmm. Or like that date. Mm-hmm. First of all, do I even like this person I'm sitting across the table from? Mm-hmm. I really like them at all. So it's a two-way interview. Mm-hmm. It's not just, it's not transactional hope, but I think that's the point. Yeah. That most people, when they get into the selling cycle, are transactional. When selling is not about transaction. Mm-hmm. That's the end result mm-hmm. of the interview of but how do you know what to provide if you don't ask questions to discover mm-hmm. what your needs are? Does that make sense? Exactly, Wayne. It's kind of like learning your prospective partner's love language, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And and you can't discover that. And I and I love that. So, you know, let's, you know, kind of shift the paradigm a little bit from going into that presentation as to sell and shift the mindset to going into that presentation to discover. You know, it's really funny. A, a great agent that I know real well, one day I called her, her name was Casey, and I said, 
sent her the book, you know, went through the process. Uh -huh. You know, Casey, I'd really like to grab lunch with you and interview you. And she actually said to me, she goes, I know your end game, Wayne. I do. <laughs> I love your approach. And we had a great lunch together and, and just have become great friends since. But it, it's sort of like that date. I really go back to that because it's so important. Do you think the person sitting across the table from you on that date was going to be enamored by you if the whole time you talk about how wonderful you are mm -hmm. and all the great mm -hmm. things you bring to it? Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I'll, I'll go back to an interview I had with a, one of the biggest realtors in town. I won't mention his name because it's too rude. But I, you know, I, I met him at a big event and I said, hey, you know, hey, um, let's use the name Mick. Hey, Mick, you know, I said, why don't we grab lunch? He goes, that'd be great, Wayne. So we, we sit at a nice restaurant. And the first five minutes of the conversation, he goes, the reason I use Stephen Toller of Aerosmith Mortgage or Aerosmith Title Company is every once while Stephen hands me an envelope full of cash. Mm -hmm. He said that directly to my face. And he mm -hmm. used the real names, not Stephen Toller of Aerosmith Title, but he used the girl's name and the title company. Mm -hmm. And I, I realized immediately, because I looked at him and said, I'm not your guy, Nick. I'm yeah. not your guy. Yeah. I realized immediately that I don't want to do business with this guy. So uh, I think that people forget that it's not a presentation. Yes. And and selling is convincing. Selling yeah. is my agenda, mm -hmm. not the agenda of the persons I'm sitting across the table from. And yeah. I want to discover their agenda. What's their purpose? What's their what success mean to them in business and in personal? And I, I go back to Tony Markland, if you remember the interview he had, you know, 19, mm -hmm. back to his biggest agent of 15 years, did the high trust interview after 15 years of a relationship. He never did it. Mm -hmm. and that relationship went deeper than it ever went, mm -hmm. stronger than it's ever been. So mm -hmm. I think that we have to remember the word interview, mm -hmm. back find. Mm -hmm. And if we go out there with the purpose of presenting, mm -hmm. what facts are we finding, Hope? Right. And I think, Wayne, that... Prospective partners will be much more willing to have that conversation if they get a call saying, Wayne, I'd like to interview you. Heard a lot of great things about you and your business. We've done a few deals together. I'd like to spend a few minutes and get to know your business better, uh, get to know you and your business better. You know, I'm thinking that they would be much more receptive to that conversation. And even, you know, for the agent going into that conversation, they're almost going to be expecting a presentation. Right. They're, they're going to be expecting to be sold. And, um, and you know, if you start off that conversation with our high impact intro, a lot of people think I'm in the business of doing mortgage loans. I really don't see it that way. I see my primary role as helping my partners be as successful as they care to be. With this in mind, talk to me a little bit about what's what does success mean to you? I mean, that's a wow. This is not how this meeting was supposed to go. Well, and, and as Todd has said, the, the power of the answer is directly related to the importance of the question, mm -hmm. right? So I'll, I'll tell another story from coaching. One of my one of my coaching members uh, came in one day and he said, you know, I called my financial planner and I asked him who's the best realtor in town. And I called that realtor and said, my financial planner asked me to give you a call. Mm -hmm. I said, well, that's a lie. It was mm -hmm. a lie. It's not the truth. Mm -hmm. What about saying a scripting of something like this? <clears throat> I asked my financial planner who the best realtor is in town, person has the best service that really cares about the client experience, and he gave me your name. Mm -hmm. 
And I want to know more about you. I want to know more what makes you tick. Why would he give me your name mm-hmm. of all the realtors in town? So I'd like to get to know you better. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a brutally honest answer. I asked him who's the best. He gave me your name. And it's funny, Hope, because this particular coaching member, I've been coaching for about four months. Mm-hmm. And he just got a case of the $6,000 egg book, the, the, new, the new book, The 10 New Golden Rules. Mm-hmm. And he said, Wayne, I read the book for the first time. Ah. And all the coaching for the last four months, it clicked. I get it now. Fantastic. I get it. I didn't understand it before of what amazing really looks like. And I was still selling. And the hardest thing that I, I find in coaching is to help people understand the difference between selling and interviewing. And as Todd says, providing. Providing. You don't know what to provide. Mm-hmm. How can you provide it? So I go back to the sales pyramid, right? Mm-hmm. Add value. Know who you want to target. Do the high trust interview, fact-finding, discovery. But people forget they try and do the third stage and the second stage. They try and do all the solutions while they're doing the interview. And the solutions, they turn mm-hmm. back to selling again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Versus saying more like, I learned a lot about you today. I'd like to incubate on some mm-hmm. of the things we've learned about each other today. And come back with some ideas that would help us grow our businesses and help you be more successful. Mm-hmm. And then if you do stage three correctly, you don't have to ask for business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was I always end up going back to the book, the law of the dress rehearsal. And I have it open in front of me with some some targeted pages to hope. Uh-huh. And it says the truth is most people most salespeople are not prepared to succeed when opportunities present themselves. Most salespeople are not sure how to proceed in a selling situation. They usually end up talking too much and listening too little. Yes. Most salespeople are not prepared to earn a customer's trust, so they generally don't. And I, I, think, I think about our political arena today. Who do we trust? <laughs> mm-hmm. Nobody. Um, high trust doesn't just happen. While you can haphazardly persuade, manipulate, or con customers into buying your product or service, from time to time, you can't earn their authentic trust and lasting business that way. And it's really, uh, and you know, if you haven't read Hydra Selling, read it. But the insights are dramatic. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's real. Mm-hmm. And I, I keep going back to that date. I really do, because you are dating this potential business client. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you really want to be in a relationship mm-hmm. with this person. Mm-hmm. If the answer is no, it's no. And no is an okay answer. Mm-hmm. But, but if you go in there and simply try and sell, what are you going to achieve? Mm-hmm. I, I was talking to one of my coaching members this week, uh-huh. and he said he went to a training, and the training said, um, "Ask every realtor, how do I get? What can I do to get 15 minutes of your time?" Mm-hmm. And my response would be, if I were the realtor, well, what are you going to do in those 15 minutes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, it's a come on. It's the old, <laughs> it's just the old assumptive close. Which is better to me, Tuesday or Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Everybody knows these these clothes. Everybody knows these, mm-hmm. these approaches anymore. Mm-hmm. What they don't know. Well, you know, I, I'm going to stop you there for just a minute, Wayne. And and the thing is, is that you know, is something. It's a conversation that's been coming up a lot, and that is what you were talking about right now. Is what are we saying to that prospective, you know, prospect or prospective re- referral partner that is going to compel them? to have that conversation with you. 
And if, you know, so what is that conversation, you know, that will compel them to say, I want to meet with Wayne. When we call and say, you know, we do the approach and you mentioned the approach for a minute. So talk to us a little bit about the approach for those of us that are, those are people listening that may not know the approach. Well, the approach of how do we get 15 minutes of your time is terrible. So I, I don't want you to think that I was promoting that. I think that's, I'm the antithesis of that. Mm -hmm. So first, I, I do love the approach of adding value. Mm -hmm. I was a, a loan officer doing 35 to 40 loans a month. And I don't do that much anymore because I'm just at a different stage mm -hmm. in my career. But what I discovered when I went to the seminars and trainings from Todd decades ago was add value. So what I did is I immediately went out and found articles of interest. Mm -hmm. Things that would interest my database, my clients, like 10 home improvements that add value to your home. Mm -hmm. I, I had a whole library of articles and I would literally go out to realtors and just give information on, mm -hmm. on an ongoing basis. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love the, the book idea works tremendously. Mm -hmm. I love the, the 10 new golden rules of, of the customer experience. Um, outside of Todd's books, one of my coaching members turned me onto a book this week called The Go-Giver. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm listening. To, I love the book. Thank you, Travis, for that. That's a great mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Travis is listening this morning. So good morning, Travis Gregg. Yes. And he turned me on to that book and 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 I'm about halfway through it. And we both agreed he listened to it several times, so will I. Uh-huh. The point is, are we giving or are we asking? Are we mm -hmm. providing or are we selling? So the conversation first starts by adding value, hope, mm -hmm. sales. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. love sending the book, you know, the six thousand dollar egg book and or the new 10 new customer roles. Mm -hmm. The reason I like that the best is it does represent my mindset. Yes. So when I send you a book of what's important to me, it tells you what's important to me. Mm -hmm. Getting you a book to read and enjoy. And, you know, we've gone through some different uh, product processes. I had one uh, coaching member send out the book with a, a dissertation of how he could add such value to his clients and blah, 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 blah. Crickets. No responses. Mm -hmm. Or send the book and say, you know, Jim, I, I, I checked around. And from what I understand, you really care about the customer experience. Mm -hmm. Here's the book I hope you enjoy. Thank you very much, Wayne Angelo. Done. Mm -hmm. Done. Mm -hmm. No selling. Mm -hmm. Nine out of ten times they're going to call and thank you for the book. Mm -hmm. But if they don't, then where most people fall flat mm -hmm. is they don't follow up. Right. The book so is good. So then the next step is once they call you or you get in touch with them about the book, so, you know, I really have checked you out and I've, I've, I've researched who you are and I know you really care. I'd like to spend a little bit of time with you, get to know you better and see why you were referred to me as somebody who cares about the clients. Right. And, yeah. and that that sets up the stage for the for the for the interview. Right. So let's talk about that for just a minute. Um, one of the things that we do a lot in coaching is we establish our target agent. So we identify and truly um, take a look at their current referral partners. How much business are they doing? Do they have the capacity to be referring a minimum of five, you know, five leads or five new clients a month each? Um, are they doing the same level of business? Are they invested in their business? And so we do that with their current partners. And nine times out of 10, we find that the current partners may be able to support them at, you know, at a 25% level, but the end, which obviously makes it very, very clear that we now need to go out and target new agents, new relationships. And when we're targeting those agents, 
what are we looking for, Wayne? In the you know initially, are we looking for that agent that is strong buyer agent, that agent that is double ending, that agent that is actively engaged in the business? How do we target? What what is the what is the criteria for targeting new agents? Depends. I think it depends on the individual focus. My focus is who's going to help create the best customer experience. Because in the reality of our business today, in, in the in the quicken and the rocket and all the the really non-emotionally connecting platforms out there, mm-hmm. first time to find somebody who cares about building a long-term business. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. every customer you do a piece of business with, you should get mm-hmm. one referral every three years. Mm-hmm. So the first thing you know I want to look for is somebody who has drive, of course, but somebody who honestly cares and is not transactional. Mm-hmm. Now, on the other hand, if they are transactional, then my task is to help them become more emotionally connected and actually mm-hmm. coach that realtor. So, yes, I want high volume realtors. No question about it. But like yeah. the realtor that I had lunch with that asked me for money. He's an extremely high volume realtor with a big team. I'm not interested in that. Either. Not interested. Exactly. And the thing is, so that it, it is, you know, the high volume, you know, is a criteria, but it's not the only criteria. Well, right. I mean, look, there's guys in companies doing 100 loans a month. We know that's out there. And, and you know, but we can make an amazing living in our business by doing 20, 30 loans a month, an amazing living, making you know, more money than we can really, most people can even fathom. Mm-hmm. So I need five realtors giving me, you know, five loans a month, mm-hmm. 10 realtors mm-hmm. giving me three loans a month. Mm-hmm. But it's more about the relationship. It's not about the quantity of how many realtors or referral partners being lawyers or financial planners, but the quality of the customer experience for the long-term referrals. And in my world today, a lot of my business is referrals from prior customers. Mm-hmm. The vast majority of it is. And when I had a customer call me yesterday and say, you know, you helped us on our last three homes. That is so humbling. And, and that's yes, with the mindset that we are out there to serve people Mm -hmm. not a transaction Mm -hmm. family buying Mm -hmm. a home so yes i want high volume realtors no question about that but i'd rather have 10 realtors giving me two loans a month that are high quality emotionally connective service oriented then two realtors give me 10 loans a month that just beat me up all day long and it's all transactional Mm -hmm. And then my task, Hope, is to work with them to help to make sure that together we create a great client experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Sure, absolutely. So, um, you know, so that's that's the approach, you know, is obviously targeting agents that are, you know, that are doing the volume, that are investing as much time in their business as you are investing in your own. Um, that, That creates a great partnership. And, you know, that shares the same level of core values that, you know, wants to create that customer experience that, you know, that five star customer experience. So that's that's the approach. And that's what you're going in at. And that and then then you go into the high trust interview and you start to learn and discover more about that person and what success looks like to them. What are their dreams? What are their goals? And how do they define great communication? How do they define, you know, closing on time? How do they define, um, you know, a partner, you know, that is that they can trust, right? So that no matter if a deal goes south, it's not the immediate, you know, Wayne, it's your fault. You did this and you did this and that type of thing. But it is the immediate, hey, Wayne, this problem came up. How do we solve this together? 
Well, and I'll, I'll step back a few steps backwards in this a little bit. The selling starts or the, the way before that, when I call my title companies and I say, you know what, Bill, you know what, uh, Sandy, who's the best realtor you know in town that cares about the customer mm -hmm. experience? Mm -hmm. What am I telling that title company? And I'm, it's it's that is also a very soft sell who I'm looking for. When I call my financial planner and say, who is the best that you know in the real estate industry that creates a great client experience that really cares about their clients? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is also a soft sell of what's important to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, and that's how you discover who you want to target mm -hmm. by asking mm -hmm. people that you know, like, and trust. That's the same old adage. Mm -hmm. And then you find that who do you want to call on? And, mm -hmm. and, you know, it's funny. When I was talking to one of my coaching members, he finally, yesterday, realized that this is a marathon, not a sprint. Yes. And he finally, it, it, it finally said, Wayne, it finally clicked. The whole mm -hmm. high trust interview, the whole non-selling when he read the egg book four months into coaching, he said, it all, it all finally clicked me. I finally get mm -hmm. it. I mm -hmm. get it now. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. didn't realize it, that every time I'm talking to somebody, even though I don't want to be, I was selling. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm, I'm seeing a note here from Wayne, some from Trevor Hammond, which is also one of our coaching art coaches. So hello, Trevor. Nice to have you. So it says Wayne, any tips for loan officers on a new, uh, on a new realtor that doesn't do business in the, in, uh, in the ideal way yet, but could be coached on a, on a whole new way, meaning they don't know what they don't know. That's great, Trevor. I love that. So ideas on so ideas on changing their perception of what a realtor loan officer relationship could be like. You know, I'm going to go back to Tony on this one, to be honest with you. When I first my first coaching call with Tony, he was firing his number one realtor. Mm -hmm. He just was firing her because in his marketplace, every loan, every transaction has a 10 day automatic extension. Mm -hmm. He would write it. She would write a 21 day contract. And close in 28 days, mm -hmm. but there'd always be stress to get it, you know, because the expectations weren't set correctly. Mm -hmm. So he coached her and said, listen, you know, one thing I want you to understand is, are you getting the referrals you deserve? Mm -hmm. So how do we create a better experience together? And he convinced her to write 31 day contracts and close in 28 days mm -hmm. and change the whole customer experience by helping her understand the value of the referrals she should be getting. Yes. That she wasn't getting. She wasn't, you know, it's a bold question, but ask a realtor a question like this. This takes, this is a hard question. Mm -hmm. You're with a customer or worked with a client who ended up buying a piece of real estate from another realtor. Mm -hmm. And and watch the look in their faces when you ask this question. And then the answer, the next question is, what can we do to stop that from happening? Sure. So I think we have to coach them on the value of relationship building mm -hmm. and not selling, mm -hmm. but discovering. It's mm -hmm. just, it's no different. I don't, like I went to buy a car not too long ago. I'm with a guy two minutes. He goes, what can I do to sell you a car today? I said, nothing. <laughs> he, he lost me immediately. I was done. It was over. There was no more because his agenda was to sell me a car. Right, sure. Not to help me buy one. Right, right. So exactly. to answer that question, what we learn in high trust coaching is relevant in all industries. Sure. So take the same methodologies and help your realtor understand through a partnership with you, mm -hmm. how together you can create a better experience so that everybody gets more referrals 
which is how we compete with the non-emotionally connecting quickens rockets who are transactional sure or don't know what they're doing like we do does that answer the question a little bit yeah i think it's it certainly does and i love the concept and i love the idea that trevor you know poses and that is how do we coach our partner referral partners i mean who maybe don't get it yet and don't really truly understand our methodology or our approach to our business um, but maybe it's something we can coach them to because in the beginning, if we're saying my primary role is to help you be as successful as you care to be, part of that is going to be around coaching up and maybe shifting mindset a little bit to um, to you know maybe be better at what they do, right? Maybe um, improve their improve their process, improve their conversations, improve their listing. Inter- interviews, right? Improve their buyer interviews and that type of thing. So, you know, I love that idea and I love that question. And for, you know, for anybody that's missed it, uh, Todd Duncan is doing an interview today with Marty Rodriguez and her longtime referral partner, Norma Re- Morales. Um, it's going to be at 1.30 today. It was not shown on Sales Mastery, so it's never been seen before. And I remember when Todd did this interview and he did it here at the office and um, and he got off the interview and he went, wow, that is going to be such an amazing interview. I mean, he was just lit up with how, you know, how amazing that interview was. So I highly encourage everybody to watch it today. It's going to be this afternoon at one thirty, um, And I'm sure everybody has already gotten a notification on it. If you haven't just go to high trust today, it's there. And uh, so make sure you watch it because this is the very thing that we're talking about. So if you want to see and understand what, a top performing power partnership looks like. Um, Marty Rodriguez is the, and, and the team that delivers the dream have sold $4.7 billion in real estate collectively and ranked in her company as number one sales team in the nation for 24 years. She's doing something right. right. <laughs> She's doing a lot of things right. So I wanted, I just wanted to kind of throw that in there and have every make sure everybody was tuning in on that as well. So Wayne, um, you know, Hope, I got I got to mention this though. Sure, yeah, please do. You and and the terminology, partnership. Uh huh. I don't think a lot of loan officers are in partnership with their realtors. Yes. I think a lot of loan officers are looking for transactions, and they're not having partnership discussions mm-hmm. of what to do and what's in it for the realtor. Yes. What's in it for them? Sure. What's in it for them is a long-term stable platform of raving fans. Mm-hmm. Send them business, come back to them. And if anybody talks about lending, immediately they say, you know, you have got to talk to my, my lending partner. But I don't think most loan officers look at realtors as as partners, but as sources. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. You know, Wayne, thank you so much for bringing that up, you know, because again, that is another thing that we need to be paying attention to that my, that what we are looking to do, what our coaching members are looking to do, what everyone in our industry is looking to do is to build partnerships. And if we can get really good at building partnerships and developing partnerships and leveraging those relationships to serve everyone involved, yes, um, then we've got something that, you know, the, the, the world opens up for us, right? No question. But it also goes back to behaviors too. You know I mean? Uh-huh, it's, sure. These are not sources. These are people. These are not houses. These are homes, mm-hmm. these are families. These are friends. My, my top realtors and I are on a very intimate level with each other. We know each other well. 
the value systems are the same, you know, and, and truthfully, you know, there's 1500 realtors in my market. I need 10 or 15 to do all the business I need to do to, you know, I can grow beyond that. Mm -hmm. but partners, there's mm -hmm. trust. You know, what does Todd say? Trust is the hardest thing to gain. Yes. Easiest thing to lose. Right. And the most important thing to hold on to. Are yes. you dealing with your partners uh, with trust or as a source of revenue? And it's a completely different approach, Hope. Mm -hmm. And we can coach people in our in our platform of how to work with their realtors and mm -hmm. how to coach to realtors, their referral partners to create a more high trust platform. Does that make sense? Yeah, it, it does, Wayne. And, it, you know, and it goes to, you know, retention, right? We might be very good at building those relationships, but cultivating those relationships and pouring into those relationships on a regular basis, you know, obviously rec creates retention. So we never have to really truly worry about, you know, some new shiny object with, you know, coming up to a, a real estate agent or a partner that we have. We don't have to worry about the shiny objects because that relationship is a partnership. We support well, don't each other. what Todd says. If you forget about them, they'll forget about you. Yeah. Sure. So are you having, you know, weekly or monthly, you know, power sessions? Uh -huh. with your partners are you staying in touch with them are you calling are you using the circle of spokes to influence to stand to, to call that listing agent to see if you like them see if you want to target them as somebody to do business with mm -hmm. there's mm -hmm. so many opportunities but they're usually like people step over dollar bills to pick up quarters and i just don't understand it sometimes. Right. <laughs> <Yes>. so many <laughs> if if you just look at the people Mm -hmm. transaction mm -hmm. and you and they're not a source they become friends and they become partners and it's long-standing but you gotta you gotta let them know that you gotta emotionally sure. connect with them it's like that date you yeah. know you want to get the second date and the third date and you're going to decide later on if you really want to continue that relationship yeah. and so will they hope well, yeah. And the thing is, is that I think it's also, you know, that's the whole, you know, annual review, the annual mastermind that we're doing with our partners today. And we're, you know, we're like actually fourth quarter is when we're doing partner, you know, masterminds, we're doing partner interviews, like, you know, what have we been able to accomplish this year? What did we learn? Um, what do we want to do in 2021? And how can I help you win? And, you know, and those types of conversations that we're consistently and continually helping them grow their business. And with that mindset of, you know, of the partnership, you know, I'm here to, again, provide, you know, offer service, offer, you know, information, offer insights, and, and even kind of work through some of those things. And I think that one of the things that we've found is, you know, with some of our, our coaching members is they have good partnerships, they have good relationships. And, um, and they feel as though they're getting, you know, they are the preferred lender um, until they start pulling up their stats and find out that maybe, maybe, maybe they are, and maybe they're not. Um, but it's also helping the agent um, refer you better, present you in the best light better. Right. So we have a script, as you well know, Wayne, we have a script, which is our conversion conversations. And it's something that we give to our agents to refer us. Can you talk to us a little bit about that, Wayne? We, we're going to run long. I'm good. I'm, I'm totally cool with it. Believe it or not, it's already been a half an hour. Oh, um, my God. Has it really? Well, just tell me a little bit then. All right. <laughs> I, I think I would like to let Todd, oh goodness, Todd use Todd's scripts. It's better than I could ever do. But but what is what is the purpose of the script? Mm -hmm. Like Todd says, 
The key to providing is knowing in advance what to provide. The purpose of the script is to, to know what to say before you get there. Mm-hmm. If you're not prepared, I mean, it's I go through role playing with my coaching members. Uh-huh. And it's just so interesting because it's so easy to get them right back into selling. Mm-hmm. I'll have them be the realtor or, not, or I'll be the loan officer and, and I'll ask them questions and they, they immediately go back to selling. Mm-hmm. But you're not prepared. If you're not prepared, one of my best friends said to me decades ago, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Absolutely. And I think of, and I think of, you know, any great performance. I go see concerts, as you can tell by my wall. I love music. <laughs> but you know, when when Joe Bonamassa comes out and does a show for two hours, he warmed up for three hours before the show. Sure. Are we warming up? Are we practicing? Or are we winging it? Because all the top performers yes. in any industry. Any play, any like Neil Pert from Rush, before he goes into a show, you know, before he did go into a show, he'd play, he'd practice for hours. Mm-hmm. Are mm-hmm. we practicing? Are we prepared? Mm-hmm. I don't think most of us are grossly underprepared. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Wayne. That, that was that was really important. Thank you for sharing that because it's very, very true. You know, if we we need to focus on improving our game That's all right. the time, every time. That's what coaching does. It, it helps you focus. It also helps you focus on the behaviors. Sure. I was talking to one coaching member this morning, and he said, I still have 60 files in my drawer of people I haven't talked to in a long time. I said, well, what are you doing about it? <laughs> said, I'm just too busy. I said, no, you're not too busy to, to, to take one hour a week and sure. do videos. Yeah. You're not yeah. too busy. You're not too busy. What's every loan worth you? It's worth two grand. Right, right. So if, you, if you convert, if you take those 70, 60 files, convert 5% of them, that in pay time is $7,500 an hour mm-hmm. value following up with those people. Mm-hmm. And it really comes down to that. I know that, I'm sorry, I get long-winded, so. That's okay, that's all right. But I love having our conversations with you, Wayne. So a couple of things before we sign off. One is for anyone who is not in the coaching program, we've been talking a lot about our coaching members today. If someone who's not in the coaching program, you want to hear more about High Trust Coaching, uh, what the program says, what the offerings are, go to hightrustcoaching.com. Talk to one of our coach consultants. I know they'd love to have that conversation with you. So take advantage of this day and go and jump in and do that. And the second thing is, is that we're always looking for new coaches as the company continues to grow, just like Wayne and Trevor and Cindy and Suzanne and all of our current coaches that we have right now. So that is, it is a unique qualification to qualify as a high trust coach. Um, So if you're interested and want to find out more, send me an email to hope.borman at hightrustcoaching.com. I'd love to hear from you. And I will be starting a new certification class sometime early December. So I'd love to have um, some new people coming on and I think that's all I have to say for myself today, Wayne, other than to say thank you so much for being a a coach for High Trust. You bring immense value to our coaching members, and thank you for showing up today. Thanks for having me. Absolutely.